The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on one-on-one with poppy chulo created by poppy chulo one-on-one showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers here's your host poppy chulo welcome to one-on-one with poppy chulo today is wednesday september 30th 2015. Listeners, please welcome rising adult star Ricky Johnson. Welcome to the show, Ricky. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good man in yourself. Pretty good. Just chilling. Awesome. That's good to hear. Certainly uh, excited to have you on for your first ever interview. I'm excited that you guys have me. Awesome, man. Well, you're certainly doing the damn thing with a couple of scenes that have come out, so I'm glad that you're on so that we can pick your brain, hopefully introduce you to a new audience, and uh, definitely allow some of the people that have seen the couple of scenes that have come out already to get to know a little bit more about you. That sounds good. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So let's dive into the interview, and typically I like to get physical stats out the way uh, in the beginning. So uh, what's your height and weight? Uh, six foot, and right now I'm about 178 pounds. What's your ethnic background? African-American. What's your zodiac sign? Uh, Aquarius. And how old are you? 23. So let's start at the very beginning, and let's get to know the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from, Ricky? I was born and raised in Inglewood. But I moved a lot, so. But I currently reside in Long Beach because I go to school in Long Beach State, so that's where I'm at right now, currently. Awesome, man. And what was life like growing up for you? What was Ricky Johnson like as a kid, as a teen? Uh, as a kid, I mean, I was very sheltered. My mother, because I grew up in a bad neighborhood, so my mother didn't really let me go out that much. So growing up in Inglewood, I was mostly playing video games or the action figures. And then as I got older, I started to do sports and got like a little social. And then I uh, tried out basketball in middle school. And then my mother wouldn't let me play football. So I never was able to do that. People said, oh, I should try it. But then in um, high school, around 11th grade, I tried out for track and I was very successful. So I continued to do track until college. And so I just finished my last year of uh, track and field at Lundy State last year. But I'm still uh, training for like one more year, just like as a side thing to stay in shape. It's fun. I like writing. Awesome, man. Very cool. What was going on with your life prior to entering the adult industry? Um, pretty much nothing. I used to want to be a, um, a cardiovascular surgeon. Like I majored in biology, but 
I, when I transferred, because I used to go to a JT before I went to uh, Long Beach State, when I transferred, my major was impacted, so I was put into human development. And so my whole little, like, drive for science kind of stalled because I would have to take, like, an extra two, three years worth more classes. And so when that happened, I kind of had to figure out something different I wanted to do in my life. And I started looking into porn, surprisingly enough, and because it's something I low-key always wanted to get into. So I uh, researched it for like about a year and then I wanted to make sure it was something I can really get into. And uh, I sent my pictures in because I had my roommate at the time. It was my roommate. She uh, took pictures of me and stuff like that. And um, I sent them to two modeling agencies. Uh, and OC Modeling was one of the agencies that got back to me. And um, uh, Sandra, the, the co-owner, uh, emailed me. And so we had a phone conversation. It was a great phone conversation. So we had an uh, in-person interview. And she liked me. And so like, I, I signed a contract for OC Mommy. That's awesome, and man. that's how I came to be. Yeah, congratulations. That's very cool. It's a very unique story and a very simple story, to be quite honest. I think a lot of people <laughs> yeah. sort of think that it's this big complex thing about entering the industry. You know, you got to know the right people and this, that, and the other. But you just proved that all you need to do is uh, submit an application and submit your photos. <laughs> yeah. But once you get in, it's, the more thing is being able to, like, hold your own once you have the scene. It's like, it's... It, I'm not saying it's easy to get a scene, but once you get a scene, if you sell that scene, then the chances are you won't get any more scenes. So you have to really know what you're doing. So I say the harder part was when you get your first chance, as in to getting in. Yeah, definitely. That makes sense. Let's talk about your first day on set. What was that experience like for you? What was going on in your mind? Were you nervous, excited, scared? You know, you had been doing research on the industry for a year you as you mentioned you were sort of like low-key interested in joining the game so what was that first set experience like well my first scene was a, a, a blow bang and so that was different for me because i just i thought it was gonna be more of like the individual scenes and things like that but i had read about like usually you have to do blow bangs or gang bangs just to get a feel get comfortable because like those are the hardest things in terms of like being comfortable and stuff like that so if you can like succeed in gangbang or blowbang then succeeding in like a one-on-one scene should be like much easier so i was playing into a few uh blowbangs in the beginning just to test it out and the first one it was it was different i went in there and i mean i was very um exposed my first scene but i was also a little bit nervous because there's a lot of other people around and then um as soon as the scene started, I just felt comfortable. Just did my part. It was more of like you know, you don't really focus on other people, just focus on you and you and the girl, and just doing your part. And I don't know, for me, I think it might have something to do with the director and the people I was around. Everybody was cool. I met some friends there, like Mo and uh, Snoop and Slim Pope. People were there, so those were pretty cool people. So it was very comfortable for me. That's that's what I think happened for me. Awesome, man. Now, what about your first uh, boy-girl scene? What was that experience like? Also nerve-wracking, but uh, it was with babes. It was the one with uh, Cassie's time. So it was interesting. And I, I looked at babes, and it was very, like, HD, like, glamcore. That stuff I like. That's some... It was very sensual. It was, like, hardcore. So I knew that would be, like, a little different type of scene. And um, I had to get used to the angling 
because like uh, porn sex and the real sex is totally different, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Because when you're having porn sex, you have to worry about like the camera view, the angle. It's more about having sex for the like for the woman, for her to be viewed, right? And so I usually I had like change my angling and open my hips up more. So it was a process, but it was a really good scene. It was a fun scene. And shout out to Babes for having me. They're, they're a great company and they put out great work. So Absolutely, man. Yeah, I've seen both of those scenes that you just described and major props, you know, for both of them being sort of like your first, you know, a first blow bang and first uh, one-on-one, you know, major props, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Let's talk about the name that you chose as uh, your performer name. How did you come up with the, the name Ricky Johnson? Ricky Johnson. So, um, on my track team, uh, we'd usually warm up. And so there's a teammate named Ricky. And uh, I pretty much just stole his first name and came up with the last name Johnson because it was pretty plain. So I wanted something like plain and simple, not something like super like catchy or like something like Nick never saw something that you could easily find. I, don't, I just wanted something that was kind of hard to look up. I don't know why. I just wanted something like plain that a lot of people have. But um, before I chose Ricky, a lot of my teammates would like give me ideas of names and stuff like that, but I just end up choosing something simple. So that's interesting. That I think you it, it is simple, but I think you made a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Does your teammate sometimes know? names are like different? My teammate, yeah, he knows. He like, he got a little mad at me at first. He was like, "Ah, you took my name," but it's like it was a common name, so you can't get that mad. Mad. So exactly. But. That's too funny. Let's talk about uh, like the good and the bad about being on a porn set. When you're on set, what turns you on the most and what turns you off the most? Um, I think chemistry turns me on the most. So if it's with somebody, because like porn to me is really just a business, kind of. Because like a lot of these women that you're performing with have like husbands or boyfriends. So they're just like turning off for a second and just going full robot mode and it's just like it's just like sex nothing nothing really really flowing with it just you just go out sex and boom back to like what you were doing before so when you don't really feel the chemistry and you can just tell like oh they're just doing this just to do it it kind of is a little bit of turn off so i try to like talk to the performer as much as i can before and like learn a little bit about them because it just helps with the scene if i like i i know a little bit about you myself and like i can like build a connection because if you're having sex with somebody and there's no connection, then it's going to be slightly hard and it'll be if, like, you have a connection and, like, oh, I like this person. Like, it's a little bit. So, I believe chemistry turns me on and no chemistry turns me on. So. That's understandable. So far, how many scenes have you done? 13 scenes so far and I'm scheduled for five more in the next two weeks. Very awesome, man. And uh, for those out there that don't know, exactly how long have you been in the business? Uh, exactly a month and three weeks. Congrats, man. That's pretty impressive for someone that's been in the game for, you know, almost two months. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm just trying to, trying to get to the top as best as I can. Exactly. Well... So far, you're doing it, man. So let's break a porn <laughs> scene down. In a scene, which do you enjoy the most? Oral, vag, or anal? Um, I'm going to say vag 
then oral, then anal. Because I haven't, I've only had one anal scene, and it was a, a, a anal gangbang, so I haven't had that much experience with anal, so that's why it'd be last for me. And I just like Roger intercourse a lot. I'm a simple guy, so. But oral is just as good as well. Sometimes the oral isn't as great for some people, but sometimes it's amazing, so that's why it's like in the middle. Watch out for those teeth. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> in a scene, what's your favorite position, and does it differ from your favorite position off camera? Um, I'd say in, in scenes, I would say missionary. But in, like, my personal life, I would say uh, doggy style. Because for doggy style and scenes, you have to open your hips up more. So it kind of it changes the how comfortable you are when you're doing doggy style. But for missionary, it's pretty much the same. So I'd say missionary for porn, and I'm on personal life with doggy style. And, of course, we know how a scene ends with the cum shot, the pop shot, in a scene, yeah. where do you prefer to shoot your load? Uh, on the face. That's for me so far. I, so, so far, I've only played I had to shoot so far. And I had to, I had to shoot on Brooklyn Chase's uh, tits one time, and that was, that was pretty cool. But pretty much the face. Ricky likes to make a mess. <laughs> and shout out to Brooklyn Chase. She's fantastic. Yeah, super fantastic. For those out there that haven't had the chance to see the couple of scenes that have been released thus far that you've starred in, could you describe your fuck style for them? How would you describe your fuck style? Uh, I think I'm so I'm aggressive sometimes, but I can easily switch it off with being sensual. But I'm like I like freestyle. For me, it really depends on the company and what they want so like, that's why I can do like if you want some aggressive sex I'll give you some aggressive sex if you want some slow and sensual sex I'll give you some slow and sensual sex but for me in my personal life I'm, I'm more of in the middle like I'll start all simple and then I'll go a little rough and then I'll go sensual again so like I'm back and forth as a newbie in the game someone who's uh, brand spanking new a fresh face in the industry how difficult is it for you to keep yourself from coming in a scene, you know, coming too quick? Um, it hasn't, it hasn't been, oh, there was one scene with Sarah J, but she was amazing. And, oh, my God, she gave her the blessed hands out and blood job. But that, that was the only time where it was hard. We had to, like, tell her, like, hey, hey, your hands up too good. Slow, slow down for a little bit. She was working was extra hard as so a milkmaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. Usually in my personal life, I haven't had an issue with uh, coming too soon, so like, that's never been a problem. So I think I've been good. That's one of my tricks. I don't, I don't come early. So hopefully, I can get like a reverse game bang out of that or or orgy. That'll be fun. Those are two things I really want to do. Well, there you go. Put it into the universe, and it'll happen, man. <laughs> So far, in, uh, you know, the um, 10 to 15 scenes that you've done thus far, in the 13 scenes that you've done, who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with? Um, Adriana Chen, actually, she's very wild and sexy. 
and she like she was like I don't know she just does so much so she's a big performer in that sense. Um, off the top of my head, Sarah J and Brooklyn Chase because I grew up like looking at Sarah J. Uh, she was like a veteran in the game, a really good performer. Same goes for Brooklyn Chase. Uh, Elena Cross was really good too. And uh, top of my head, those are the ones I can think of right now. If I just think of somebody, I just like say it in the middle of the interview, but oh yeah, this person. But pretty much all of my performers that I perform with are great. So none were like super better than other. They're all really great performers. Who haven't you worked with yet? That's on your must-do list. Who are you looking forward to working with in the future? Since there are so many, I'll cut down to like five maybe. But um, Riley Reed, I really want to work with Riley Reed. I think she's so freaking sexy. And uh, Riley, um, Romy Rain, Nikki Benz, uh, Phoenix Marie. And I don't know if Gianna Michaels is retired, but, but she's an all-time favorite. So that can somehow happen. That would be great. Watch out for Phoenix Marie. She might to chew you up and spit you out. <laughs> I'll give her a fight. Awesome. Well, that's good to hear. There's a challenger right there in the midst of things. As a newbie in the game, who are some individuals in the industry? Now, these could be people in front of the camera, performers, or behind the scenes that you look up to? Um, I'd say um, Rico Strong, because I've met Rico, and he took more of a, like, a big brother approach. He was telling me the do's and don'ts of the industry. So that's the only person I can think of right now, because he pretty much took me under his wing. Whenever it was like a game main set, and he was on set with me, he would tell me stuff to do, like how he was in the game industry. And I thought that's pretty cool. So... In terms of the industry, he's somebody I look up to as like a big brother in, in the industry. So far, as the scenes have uh, slowly been coming out that you've starred in, have you been watching them? Are you the type of person that's going to be watching your own scenes, or are you the type of person that tries to avoid watching them? I actually haven't seen any of my scenes so far. And, I mean, I, I know I've been through well, but like I'm in no rush to see it. Um, scenes. I kind of want to just like maybe after like a year, just look at my first scene and then look at my most recent scene and just like watch my transition and how I performed and what I got better at. So I think I'm just going to wait after a while until I have a good amount of confidence and I can just go through it and just see, see from there. How old were you when you saw a porn film for the first time? Uh, I was fairly young. I, I would say between the age of like maybe nine to 11. I don't remember exactly. It was only because, uh, there's a backstory to it. It was because um, there was a TV, parental control, and um, I was able to guess the passcode. It was really simple, it was one, 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 one. <laughs> and so once I did that, it was my first try. So I was able to have access to all the content. And then, you can easily, like, back then, you can just, like, press the B button on the controller and you bought something. So I would see something and buy it. And I'd be like, oh, what is this? And oh, my God. And so I was, I saw it at a very young age. Oh, Ricky Johnson. And, uh, and 
the idea was placed in the back of your mind. You were like, I need to join yeah. this. Yeah, at that point, I was like, oh, maybe this, is, maybe this is something I can do. Well, there you go. This might be a difficult question to answer, and it's probably not a fair one yet uh, for you to be asked because you are so fresh in the game. But so far, as someone who is a fan and who did his research and who's now in the game, what has been one of your most memorable shoots so far as a fresh face in the business? Um, I'd say... Uh... The shoot was made and a shoot with Team Skeet because they had kind of scripts. So, like, I always knew that eventually you would get scripts with, like, more like a bigger team or more of, like, a like a showcase team or something like that. So I, I just thought it was cool that she had to, like, work on my acting chops or whatever like that. So those are the most memorable to me because I had to, like, memorize, like, words and stuff like that. So Do you enjoy... That's something I can think of. Do you enjoy getting the chance to act? Is that something that you're looking forward to doing more of, in particular, and doing more vignette-style productions as well as uh, eventually feature work? Oh yeah, definitely. I think I'm not saying I'm a good actor, but like I, I did take a couple of theater arts class uh, back in my heyday, so I don't know. I think that'll be something I can I can do. I can be a good performer and I can be a good actor in terms of performance. I know, like, it just elbow a Brad Pitt, but I think, you know, I can, I can do a good job for my, for the industry in terms of that. Something that I noticed on your Twitter profile that I thought was really interesting is, as a fresh face in the industry, you've already done some softcore work. Yeah. Which I think it is was, pretty uh, awesome. Um, yeah, it was, it was a scene, and I had to know some, I uh, have some, ah, I had a script for some uh, words as well. And that, I thought that was pretty cool. It was a director contacted my agent and asked if I can be in like a little trailer, a little software trailer for this movie that they're trying to uh, push out. So that was pretty cool. I haven't seen that. He's supposed to send me the link once it once it's up. So I'm not happy to I'll, I'll view that. I'll probably post some stuff from that as well. Awesome, man. So is uh, venturing into softcore work something that you're looking forward to doing? Because that obviously will uh, consist of a bit more acting. Yeah, I, I love doing softcore. I think softcore is pretty cool. I mean, it takes away from the actual intercourse part of the industry, but it, it's still something that I would think is fun to like, work and it still deals with the sexual stuff, but just not so much. But it's something I would like to do, softcore and hardcore. Awesome. Because the more stuff you can do, the more like the more work you'll get. Exactly. If you get somebody to only do a one-on-one thing, but you can branch out to other aspects. And, you know, the more work you'll get. Definitely, man. And the bigger your name and your brand grows. Exactly. Ricky Johnson. Now it's time for the big question—a question that I'm sure a lot of the listeners and uh, your growing fan base might be curious to know: How much is Ricky Johnson packing? Oh, uh, I was looking really hard. I was like, what, what question is it? But uh, I'm nine, nine three-fourths. Well, there you go. And uh, something that we discussed earlier in the interview is the cum shot, the pop shot. Do you do anything in particular to maintain a consistent pop? Are you the type of person that eats certain things, watches what they eat? Or are you the type of person that maybe abstains from doing stuff uh, when you know that you have a shoot coming up? How do you prepare for the pop? 
uh, like the first two or three weeks, I didn't really, I wasn't really thinking about the whole process stuff like that. But then I, I found out it was kind of difficult sometimes to get, to get a pop shot off of this command and things like that. So I, I took more focus into the pop shot and I looked up some stuff and I have a routine where I drink coconut water the day before seeing our, our, the day of the scene, the day before seeing, I drink a lot of coconut water. And in terms of uh, sex, I try to keep not, like, I try to keep it just in the industry in terms of having sex. But there's sometimes where, like, you know, I see somebody or, like, I'm with somebody. But I'm trying to keep it, like, not that much sex aside from the industry. I don't know how long that'll last, but that's something <laughs> I'm trying to do. So, yeah. Awesome, man. So what I want to do right now is veer into some serious questions about the industry. And since we started off this interview by kind of talking about your life pre-industry, I want to ask you about family. Does your family know about your career in the adult industry? And if so, how do they feel about it? Um, I have a very small, like, immediate family. This is like two people, my uh, mother and my auntie. I told my mother and then she went ballistic and crazy. And so I told her, just kidding, never mind, I'm not doing it. But then eventually I, uh, I let her know like, I did actually something I'm doing. And she's come to, she's come to terms with it. So she feels like those little jabs, if we get an argument, she'll bring it up. Or she knows what to say to irritate me. So that's one issue we have. But my auntie, she does not know. I will eventually tell her, just don't know when. But my other family, like my cousins and people of my age, they all know and they're very supportive. It was kind of shocking to me, like my teammates and my uh, all the younger generation, kind of people my age and under, uh, like a little bit above me. They're pretty supportive. But just the older ones, they're a little bit like ah. So it's time for the great condom debate. What's your opinion on whether condoms should or should not be used in adult productions? I think it, it should be the performer's choice because. They're the ones that are putting themselves at risk. So, I mean, if the uh, performer wants to use a condom, then by all means, that's not have a condom. But if the performer doesn't want to use a condom, if both performers agree to not using a condom, then you should allow them to not use a condom. It's, it's pretty much, yeah. we're the ones performing, so we should like have a say in there as well. A lot of casual porn watchers may see all of the condomless sex and not realize that the industry is heavily tested. Regardless of the amount and the consistency of the testing in the business, do you ever feel worried about catching a STI or worse on set? No, I haven't had that feeling as of yet. I, I test uh, every two weeks testing, and you get to see the person's test. And usually, like when I have a scene with somebody, uh, when I find out who the person I'm working with, I like check their Twitter and I just check set. I look up stuff about them. So if I see any red flags myself, then I'll be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't work with that person. But so far, everything's been uh, nice and gravy. I haven't had an issue with like worrying about if, if I'm going to catch something or anything. And that's definitely good to hear, man. What's your take on romantic relationships 
and the industry. As someone who is entering the industry with fresh eyes, who's only been in the game for almost two months, what's your take on them? Like, do you see yourself being able to have a like romantic relationship with someone while you're doing this work? Have you ever thought about like, oh, you know, will I be able to date someone that's not in the industry? Will I only be able to date people that's in the industry? What's your take as someone that's fresh in the game on romance and porn? Well, going into this, I assumed that for a while my dating life would would stay at just the dating part and it wouldn't get serious because I would assume whenever I told a, a girl like, hey, this is what I do, by the way that she may not take me serious in terms of like being in like a real relationship. And there are, there are some few people who I, I have interest in outside the industry who I, uh, I like, and I know they like me as well, but I just, I know that if I let them like try to go serious with them, they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't take it as serious. So for that, I'm just going to wait on it and just see if people get become more accepting over time. But, um, before I got in the industry, I was wondering how some of these performers were able to have like relationships with other performers and, and outside relationships. But after performing and knowing that it's such a business type in terms of like it's just pretty much it's business, you have sex and you go about your day, I can understand how it works. So if I can get other people to, to see that, then maybe a relationship might suffice for somebody outside the industry. Because it really is. I mean, sometimes it's emotion, but it's... It's you're just you're 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 going to work. It's pretty much just, you got your job. You're going to work, doing your scene, you're getting out. So if people can see that, they can know like, oh, maybe I can date this person because I wouldn't really consider it cheating because like you know you're doing your job. Well, there you go. That was a good answer, Ricky. Thank you. You're welcome. So moving away from the serious stuff, I want to go back in time with Ricky Johnson. How and when did you lose your virginity? I was 14 in the ninth grade, and it was uh, my first girlfriend in high school. No, second girlfriend in high school. And uh, I don't know, she was just a very special person. And so uh, we went uh, back to her uh, place, her parents went home. And it was, it was, wasn't that great? I mean, on both our parts, because we were like, we had no idea what we were doing. But that happens a lot to people's first time. But I ended up having sex with her again the first day of college, which is crazy. And it was way better. So that was pretty cool. In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? Uh, my opinion. Uh, I like my eyes. I don't know. That's the only thing I think is like different for me. I have hazel eyes. So I just I like my eyes. I get a lot of comments on my eyes, so that's what funny I can think about. And maybe my penis, because people like my penis when I have sex with them, so that you can add that as well. Well, there you go. On the flip side, in your opinion, what part of uh, your body do you like the least, and why? Uh, hmm. Something I like the least yet, I just think there's a lot that I can work on. Like, the only thing I would like to work on is my calf. I, I have cool calves, but it's just, like, this girl one time, 
made fun of my calves and was like, oh, you have small calves. I don't personally think I have small calves, but I've seen people with smaller calves. But it just when people critique me, I like to perfect it. So recently, I was told about my calves, so that's the only thing I can think of right now. But I, I pretty much like my body. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like a nudist. I don't, I'm, I'm okay to be naked all the time. So I don't have a shame for anything, but I just got to work on I'm a little nitpicky as well. I just like to work on my body and make sure it's like at its perfection. And on the complete flip side, in your opinion, what part of the female body is the sexiest and why? Sexiest. I would have to go with the face and the ass. Yeah, I think I'm kind of a butt man instead of a tit man. But no, no, I'm a tit man. But a lot of people I've had sex with doesn't, don't really have very large breasts. So I'm here and there. But when I do have large breath, it's, it's, it's really great. So I'm like 50-50. How often do you work out, and what's your workout regimen like? Uh, lately, I've been pretty lazy, but I'm about to get back on my grind. But usually, I work out around like three, four days a week. I use like one, I run like three to five miles every other day. And I go to the gym at like super late at night, like 12, 1 in the morning. Because I hate going to the gym with a lot of people there. Because you got to ask somebody, hey, how long so I can get on the machine and stuff like that. People are on the phone, they're not even lifting. So I don't like seeing that. But yeah, but now I, I, I'm telling myself I'm going to get back on my high horse. Because after, uh, after I've been like pretty late for like the last three months. And I want to get back on it. But that's pretty much what I, I do. But I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna up it to like five days a week and a lot more running, just because I feel like for performing your body like the way my body looks is something that will be seen a lot. So I want to make sure it's the best it can be. To shave or not to shave? That is the question. And yes, I'm talking about down there as well as just in general manscaping. Uh, shave. Definitely shave. Hundred <laughs> percent. Are you, are you asking, do I shave, or do I prefer a woman to be shaving out of natural? Sort of both. Okay, for me, I always keep it shaving, or I like let it grow a little bit, because I don't know if a girl would like, want to give me head, she has like, like an afro going in her mouth, so I just try <laughs> to be considerate and just like keep it shaving. And uh, for a woman, I mean... I've seen Riley Reed and she has a bush and I think that's sexy. So like when she has a bush, she's really sexy. So I, either way for me, it goes for a woman. As long as it's not like something you can braid, like there's a large amount of hair, then everything's great. In your personal life, do you get into any kinds of fetishes? Fetishes? No, in my personal life, it's been pretty straightforward. I haven't really had that many freaky girls and stuff like that so we haven't really done anything only thing different that i do is like i have had sex at many different places like at the library or outside or on the rooftop or in a car or stuff like that i've done that i consider slightly wild well you are but, an exhibitionist so that makes sense <laughs> but yeah there's nothing really fetishy that i've come across i had my first foot job in in the porno and that actually felt pretty good so that was something but i don't know if i'm really into feet like that but it was pretty cool 
Are you looking forward to trying out any other fetishes in the industry, like maybe potentially working in the future with kink.com? Yeah, I was thinking about that because I know that's like a whole nother level of stuff like that. So yeah, I'll be willing to try it out because you never know what you like until you try it out. So eventually one day I hope I get to work with Kink and just see how I like it. And if I don't, you know, I'll stray away from it. But I mean, it's possible. When did you first realize that you were packing something unique, something special? Oh, it was in high school. And I had taken a, a picture, like a, a selfie of myself, like naked. And I, I've never seen anybody else with, like junk, so I had no idea what to do stuff on. So I always, I was always very like, like uh, I didn't really show my penis off, like girls or like stuff like that. Like I was very self-conscious, and I had to make sure I was hard and I didn't want to be flaccid because you know I didn't know. But this one girl was going through my phone and she saw a picture, and then she, and then she like ran and took my phone outside, and she showed a lot of people. And then I started to get fame at school for having like a, a larger and <laughs> average penis. And people would call me like, oh, donkey dig and stuff like that. And so I just thought it was funny and a little, like a little, little funny and cool. There was one girl had texted me after she saw a picture of my uh, penis on my, phone, on my phone. I thought that was pretty cool. There you go. Donkey so. dick, Ricky Johnson. <laughs> Prior to the industry, what was the typical reaction when you first whipped him out? Oh, he's just like, oh, wow. Like, people didn't expect it. Because I'm very, like, I'm a very, like, not showboaty person. I'm very to myself and very quiet. Unless you get to know me, then I'm, like, super goofy and things like that. So people don't really, didn't really expect me to be so, like, very sexual and very aggressive, like, with nature of my sex. So a lot of times after I have sex, they're like, oh, wow, I didn't expect that. Like, oh, wow. I was way better than, you know, than I, than I thought I was going to be, so... Have you ever had a female, whether she's in the industry or not, been able to deep throat you? Uh, Adrian Chechik deep throated me, but before the industry, nobody's deep throated me. So that was certainly a treat for you. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Something unique about Ricky Johnson. Quirky. Uh, hmm. I'm a very, very funny person. No, actually, I don't know. Uh, uh, quirky. I like to play video games. That's not quirky. That's lame. I don't know. I just think I'm, I'm a type of person who does what I think. Like, I'm open to anything. So, like, I just like to have fun. But uh, I can't swim. So, if it deals with water, then I'm kind of shut off. But I'm learning because it's another like whole world of stuff I need to be able to do. Describe yourself in ten words or less. Describe uh, words in ten words. Hmm. Like a sentence or just ten words? It's up to you. I've had uh, people answer in a sentence. I've had people just use adjectives. Hmm. Okay, I see. Uh, live life to the fullest. Always have fun. Happy, energetic. There you go. As we start wrapping things up, I have this list of uh, pop culture-oriented questions that are designed to allow the listeners and your growing fan base to get to know some of your favorites. The first question in this set is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? 
Uh, Lost, the all-time classic for me. Good choice. Uh, Friends, I, I grew up watching Friends. Uh, Boy Meets World was a great one. I grew up watching a lot. Um, Curry the Cow the Dog was weird and a, a cool cartoon. But would be so all of them is Game of Thrones, the best show ever right now. So awesome. I'm a super Game of Thrones fan. Ricky Johnson has excellent TV taste. <laughs> Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Uh, Lil Wayne, more so his older stuff, but I still like Lil Wayne. Uh, Drake, recently he's, he's really came out on top a lot. Um, J. Cole. And uh, the fourth person is going to have to be, this is tough. I can't really come up with a four. I'm going to keep it at three. I can't think of a four. What are three of your most favorite films? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Let's see. Because uh, I'm, a, I'm a very avid moviegoer. So I, I watch it out of movies and I, I go on Rotten Tomatoes and I look at like what their like their tomato rating is and stuff like that because I like watching a lot of movies, Netflix and chill stuff like that. But um, I like uh, Chop Thunder. That was a, a movie I saw a lot. I just thought it was dumb and funny. And um, Inception was a good movie. And uh, what came out recently that I thought was good. Hmm. Can't think of any recent good movies. I like Glorious Bastards. Oh, Pulp Fiction. But there's a lot of movies. Like, if, this is a question that it'll take like a whole day to just write a whole bunch of lists and order it. So like, yeah. But I like a, a, there's an abundance of movies that I like. So don't hold to those four. Those four, if I really thought about it, would probably be like like number twenty and twenty one, twenty two and twenty four. So I don't know. What are two foods you can't live without? Uh, crab. I love crab. And, uh, ice cream. I like ice cream. What crab flavor? Cream. Vanilla. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? Guilty pleasures. Uh, I eat kind of unhealthy. I eat a lot of snacks and stuff like that. That's what I need to work on. Because I know after a while, uh, my metabolism is going to slow down. I'm not going to be able to uh, look like I do eating the way I do. So that's something I'm slowly starting to work on now. So I used to eat candy like it was freaking water, drinking water, but I've gotten better at that. So, What are your plans uh, in the industry, Ricky Johnson? What are some of the things that you want to accomplish as someone who's just entering the game? You know, do you have a game plan? What do you plan to achieve? Uh, I plan to network like crazy and get to know as many directors and people in the industry as I possibly can, especially like AVN and, and all these award shows and stuff like that. I want to like know everybody in the business so I can get a sense of like what I want to do after I'm not performing anymore. You can't perform forever. So I also, uh, in terms of like performing, I want to get like best new, uh, male, best male newcomer. Uh, I won't be, I'm pretty confident I won't get it this year because I really just started and the work. 
stops in September for nominations. But next year, I'm looking forward to competing for Best Male Newcomer. And then after that, I want to be a Best Male Performer. So that'll be the next goal from there. And then after like after a while, I want to start figuring out maybe directing or being an agent or other things like that. But I have like some plans and some stuff and things I'm thinking about. But it'll be it'll be a while before they go into action. So I'm just I'm like in the in the brainstorming phase right now. Do you eventually see yourself having an official website? A website, yes, definitely. It's very early for me to even think about a website right now, but I know eventually I, I will have a website. It's never too early, think, man. I think ahead with everything I do. It's <laughs> never too early to start thinking about that and maybe having some <laughs> products or something, an official uh, Ricky Johnson dildo replica or something. Yeah, that would be cool. That's something I think would be cool. Yeah, so it's never too early to start thinking about that, man. So uh, the time will pass really quick, and then all of a sudden you're in year four, and you're like, crap, I haven't done a website. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're definitely right. What's next for Ricky Johnson? What can the listeners and the fans anticipate from you in the near future? Well, I think 2016 will be a great year. I plan to like produce extreme amounts of content as much as I possibly can as much as directors will have me in 2016 because like right now I've been I've been I've been doing uh, porn more of like a side thing because I've been also training and like working out and and trying to keep it like strictly business but like I want to like get a little more involved and you know, just see it see as far as I can go with this whole thing and so 2016 I, I'll be a year while I like I really, really try to get involved as much as I possibly can, just so I can produce a lot of content. And like, uh, you think 2016 will be a good year in terms of like the industry for me? I'm hoping. I'm trying for. So. It can happen. Year of the Ricky. Yeah, the year of the Ricky. Yeah. Why not? It can happen, man. As I like <laughs> to say, you know, put it out there into the universe, and it'll come. And you'll make them come. Yeah. But I'm bumped. <laughs> That was a good one. Thank you. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social media, social networking, all of the goodies? Uh, I deleted my personal Instagram, but I'm going to make it uh, an Instagram for uh, uh, Ricky, but I just don't know when. But you can find me on Twitter at uh, OC Ricky Johnson, and I just made a Tumblr, and it's uh, same handle, OC Ricky Johnson. And eventually I'll get a Snapchat too and stuff like that. But for right now it's just Twitter and, and Tumblr. But I, I'm more so on, on Twitter. On Tumblr I just post like the behind the scenes videos and like pictures from the, sh- from the shoot and sets and stuff like that. Well, Ricky Johnson, this does bring us to the end of uh, our interview, your first ever interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to the people tuning in right now, to your supporters, your fans, and hopefully a bunch of new fans that have now uh, joined the Ricky Johnson train, you know, after hearing your story here on One on One with Poppy Chulo? Is there anything you'd like to say to your fans? Uh, Thanks for the support. And I appreciate it. I will continue to do my thing and, and try to bring out the best content for you. So I also want to give a shout out to OC Modeling. In my opinion, the best agency. Uh, Sandra, Anthony, and Heather have been great to me. And so if you're looking to join the agency or, you know, look up OC Modeling. It's a great place.
But that's pretty much what I can think of right now. Fantastic, man. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview, Ricky. Thank you for allowing us here on Poppy Chulo Radio and One on One with Poppy Chulo to be your first ever interview, the home of your first ever interview. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And certainly the door is open for more. We would love to follow your career in the adult entertainment industry. So whenever you want to come back and chat with us and update the listeners and your fans on what you've been up to, you're more than welcome to. Most definitely. Hopefully next time we have an interview, I have a lot more to tell you about. So we've done a lot more stuff. So look forward to the future. Same here, man. Sounds like a plan. And listeners also want to thank you for tuning into One on One with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One on One with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. And with that, Ricky Johnson and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio and like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.